you know what you're going to do in your career and your life in the next three years, the next five years, the next 10 years? Listen in on this episode with Mike Unger and I as we dig into the purpose, vision, and mission, and all the good things that have to do with your personal strategic plan. Tune in. Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly series that gives you tools, processes, and best practices to fuel success for women in tech with a diverse set of guests from all walks of life sharing their success secrets. I'm your host, tech diva, Nicole Scheffler, and I'm on a mission to spark success by leading and serving. That is why I'm serving up this series to help women make a big impact in a male-dominated field. We hope you could take away at least one best practice that you can take action on that will make you a little bit better. Check out our full collection online at techdivasuccess.com and subscribe to support. On with the show. We are taking our mission to support women in tech one step further with the future release of a book called One Habit to Spark the Tech Diva Revolution. And we are looking for authors just like you to join us that share our mission so that you can share your habits with women in technology. Just like our podcast, we're open to all authors and genders and backgrounds as long as you could speak to the tech divas. Together, we can do more. So hop over and visit onehabit.com slash tech diva for all the book information, or reach out to us on one of our social platforms. All right. Welcome, Tech Divas. We're back to guide more success. Sometimes we have women on here. Sometimes we have men. We have all kinds of diverse opinions here. This is not just for women in tech to share their wisdom. It's for everybody to help women in tech. So you're going to pick up some great tips today on this episode because we're going to talk about a strategic personal plan. We are going to be spending time with Mike Unger. He's a certified focal point business performance coach and executive coach with 40 years of coaching, leading teams and training teams. A lot of that over 35 years at Michelin and five years as an army infantry officer. So he may even share a couple stories from the field that are relevant to our audience later in the show. He helps clients improve all areas of their business obviously helping the bottom line, but helping the bottom of their hearts too, like coaching the teams to really work better together across all different cultures and communities. So he's led these teams himself. He's walked the walk, has the t-shirt, and he's going to be here to tell us about it. And also thank you for his service in the United States military. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's a great introduction. I wanted to talk today and share with the audience a little bit about what I call a personal strategic plan. And this is something that Focal Point has as one of the things that we use with our, with our clients. But I thought it would be really relevant to your audience as well. You know, we asked the question, well, why a personal strategic plan? You know, we spend so much of our time focused on what we're going to do today, next week, even next month. And we plan our vacation for this year. But we don't think about where do I want to be three years, five years, ten years. And that's a really, really important thing. You know, you'll wake up one day, you realize, wait a minute, what happened to the last years of my life? Where did, what did I just do? And so working on a personal strategic plan really helps you to set aside and set some goals for the future that will help you get to where you want to get to. And I think the thing that's interesting today, you know, when I think about someone who's finished college, say 22 years old, you ask them if they've got a major, what do you want to do? And a lot of them don't know. But the, the answer is eventually start with what you do know. You know what you don't want to do, and you can go ahead and get started, begin to lay out those objectives, and then focus on what you can do. And, want to do. and where do they get started if they need that inspiration? When I talk to folks, 
I think the first thing that we like to ask people is, you know, what are your values? What are your personal values? What's important? That's kind of the first step. And then the question is maybe even developing what I like to call a personal purpose statement. If you're familiar with Simon Sinek, he talks about start with the why, right? And that's so important. What do you want to do and why do you want to do it? What is it that turns you on about it? Why? So get that purpose defined. Understand why you want to do what you want to do. And get really grounded in that and make sure that aligns with your values. That's where you get started. Sounds like passion behind purpose, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And then, you know, the other, the next step that we often talk to folks about is what are your strengths? And what are your weaknesses? And the reality is we all have strengths and weaknesses. The key is you want to leverage your strengths. And as we say, manage your strengths. Okay. I mean, it's crazy to think that we're going to be good at everything. This doesn't happen. As we begin to think through, how do I, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? You know, it's, it's got to be aligned with things that, that we're good at want to try to in terms of what we want to try to and then finally I guess the last step really is really to develop that vision statement. So if you go back to Simon Sinek, he talks about start with the why, purpose statement. And then the vision statement ultimately is what I want to become. And it can change, right? So our why typically doesn't our purpose. Why do we why are we going why do why do we want to become certain it doesn't really change. But what we do with that and where we go does change. And so that that vision statement can evolve I was thinking about my own example, because I say I'm on a mission to spark success for women in tech by leading and serving. So I'm just thinking like, how do I know if it's a vision, a purpose, or a mission? Yeah. So oftentimes people will use in literature, you're going to see a lot of times the word mission and purpose are interchangeable. Purpose is your why, your vision is your what, and your mission is your how. So you're really talking about your purpose, okay? If you go back to what you said about inspiring women in tech, that's the kind of the why. The how is podcast, as an example. That's a how. So that's how I would split them out. Does that help clarify a little bit for you? Yeah, excellent. Definitely took notes. So can you give us an example of how a career, like a vision, purpose, and mission that would go with a successful career, say a cybersecurity career or something like that? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I hadn't thought about that that manner exactly. So if I think about a cybersecurity career, let's say, for example, my why might be that I want to help the, the world be safer uh, place online. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's a great example. Thank you. Yeah. And, and the what might be, hey, by doing that, I want to become a, a leader in the cybersecurity space. And the how might be, okay, I got my degree in cybersecurity. Now I'm, I'm getting my advanced degree in, in this or and so then I might look at the, the how might be certain career moves I want to make to become that leader in that cybersecurity field. I would like to take it one step further if we can. You know, so, so once I have that purpose and that vision and that mission kind of down in my mind, it's not just about career. I think we have to take a moment and think about that. So I've got to be able to put several things in balance. So it's one thing to say, first, I want to become the, a leader in cybersecurity as my my sort of my vision but then what about things like my family and personal life how do they fit into this health and fitness social and community activities so you need to begin to then take a look at all those elements as well and ensure you put yourself and stay in balance so i go to the purpose the vision and the mission and then you need to branch out think about really all aspects of your life 
in order to ensure that you keep things in balance. And I'm working with a client today, and one of their challenges is that they're strictly on their work environment. They've woken up and they've realized, hey, maybe I need to do something else. You know, this isn't exactly where I thought I would be because they, they haven't thought about that whole picture. And so that's an important aspect. You've got to make sure that once you've got that sort of purpose and vision and mission in mind, then you begin to look at other aspects to ensure that you have a good balance. Balance is absolutely key. So where does it break off into setting goals in those areas? Yeah, so that's a great point. So, you know, when we talked earlier, we talked about, let's say you mentioned cybersecurity. In some way, we've oversimplified the conversation. Right? Mm-hmm. My vision might be that I want to be a leader in cybersecurity and start a family and leave a legacy. Okay. So, you know, we kind of oversimplified in the conversation there when it comes to career, but you begin to add those other elements into your vision and your mission. So once you have a mission in mind, then you start setting goals to achieve that, which you want to work yourself back to. So let's say, for example, going back to the cybersecurity example, I might want to achieve this position with this company in two or three years. And then you want to work yourself back into actions and even activities. What am I going to do today to help me achieve that? And if you can work yourself back into that particular uh, activity, now you're off and running. And even, I think, you know, I want to go back to the example of someone who's a, just graduating college. You know, a lot of times people don't take the time to think about that. And it's hard because you kind of go, well, how am I supposed to know this stuff, right? By making a plan and developing that purpose and that vision and that mission, and then working yourself back into goals and then activities and tasks that you're going to do, you can always change your direction, right? You can change your vision, change your mission but you're already on a path. The analogy I like to use often is if I wanted to take a trip, let's say to Washington state, I live in South Carolina, right? I need to know where I'm going. I chart a route for that, okay? But as I get on my trip, I might have a reason to say I'm gonna drive there. I might change my route over time if I learn, hey, I've learned about this location, I wanna go over here. I've learned about, you know, I have an issue with my vehicle, I need to stop for a while. So you can change the path, all right? can always change the path but if you don't know your destination you're going to end up leaving on your trip and not knowing where you're going and it's the same thing i think with life and with your career and that's part of what we talk about we talk about that personal strategic thing you've got to have that vision then you've got to have that mission and know where you're going and it can change it can change but if you don't start with that you end up maybe not being happy with where you are that's super important for tech divas or women in tech because we need to look at all of it, all those areas of the personal plan that you've talked about. How do people get started? So a lot of folks pick up a book and read it and then get going, right? It's a, it depends on who you are. Other folks go, well, how am I going to know what to do? One of the things that, that I like to talk about as a business coach, one of the benefits of having a coach, if that's what your desire is, is we tend to be really good at asking the questions. Okay? You have the answers and we get to ask the questions. And so we would ask questions like this. We could take a person through the questions needed to answer that and help them think about those topics. Because it's a bit daunting sometimes to wonder, well, where, how am I supposed to know this? In actuality, we all have within us some sense of obviously who we are and where we want to go. It's just that sometimes we haven't. So as a business coach, we help people through questions, actually answer those for themselves and develop the answers and then refine that plan and create it and help them all get on, get started on that journey if they haven't already put that answer together. Like just write on a sheet of paper. I just did here. Why, what, how, 
right? Yeah. It's something to repeat. It's not um, so hard. It, it, you know, and for some folks, it's easy. And when they write it down, they, they look at it and go, oh, I didn't, now that I've thought about it, maybe I need to change it or evolve it or, hey, I like what I wrote. But I, I really like they write it down. You know, they say that picking up a piece of paper and a pen helps to generate creativity in the brain versus just typing it. So that's the other thing. It's a subtle thing. I'm an old school kind of guy. I like to suggest that folks take something as critical as this, they do it with pen and paper in hand, not, on the, not digitally. Eventually, you want to digitize it, I know, but don't underestimate if you do some research what that does to generate creativity in your brain to actually write with a pen and paper. Is there any type of exercise, whether it be writing or thought provoking exercise, that can help people take a step back before you even go to write your, your why, your how, your what, and look at your strengths or perhaps some uh, of your favorite assessments? Well, no, for me, it's mostly just honestly, it's just taking a moment pause and dedicating time to thinking about the subject and as you just alluded to beginning to make some notes whether and again you could type them or write them but I'm a fan of writing them but make some notes for yourself I don't think it's that difficult a lot of people just don't take and dedicate time to doing it you asked me earlier about goals you know a lot of people don't even take time in their week to let's say on Friday afternoon or Monday morning plan their week say what am I going to do this week that's going to make a difference and help me achieve my, my, uh, my vision. So there are some simple things that you got to think about. You've got to dedicate, dedicate time to these activities. If you are so busy that you can't do that, I think that's the first red flag, honestly, that you're probably not heading where you want to head. And most people will say that that's a, a good practice to sit down and do that kind of planning. So when it comes to strengths, we, do we come up with something here for the divas? Should they take the Strength Finder 2.0? Should they do a disc uh, assessment? Yeah, thank you for asking the question. Yeah, no so, so I practice using the disc assessment. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, we use the term, well, that's a personality test. And no, it's not. It's a behavioral styles assessment. And why that's important is because, you know, we all behave differently. And what you get out of that is an understanding of how to communicate better with others what environments we're going to thrive in. And those are really important things. Uh, I use the analogy, which is probably the simplest. If I'm a low I, which means I don't enjoy engaging with others, and you think you want to go into external sales, probably not a good match, okay? Probably not a good match. So I think there's some really practical things that you get out of using the disc assessment. The other thing that I will use is a thing called these emotional quotient as well. You know, that's a very interesting thing because I think as a, as a leader, being aware of others and being aware of yourself is really important. So that's also, I think, a really key assessment to use to help one understand. But the interesting thing about both of those is behavioral styles probably doesn't change very often. In fact, it doesn't. It'll change with a major life event sometime. And you really can't work on that, say. I mean, you are who you are. On the other hand, for emotional quotient, if I'm need to become more socially aware of others, I can practice that and improve on it. So there's some differences there. One of the things that, that I believe is a true statement, and there's a little bit of controversy around it, but that most strong leaders and managers are pretty good at emotional quotient, understanding how others are. So my advice is to learn about that, take that assessment, and, and work on it and improve it, because you can become a better, better at, one, managing your own emotions, 
and understanding the emotions of others. And that's perfect because that can allow you to lead into your personal plan. So we've kind of laid out a few things here and we'll keep going, but we're going to get close to the end of the episode here. So we got to get the goodies ready. So the first part was assessment. You could take your own online assessment. You can do one through some type of coach. And usually they'll do that for you. They'll go over results and see if they can help you more. You could take classes online. You can engage a coach. Here's the bottom line. There's tons of tools out there for you to read and improve and get better and set direction and find your why, right? You can read them all day long, but what you need is the accountability. That's what a coach can do is they can come into your life, set the meeting, have you put money down on your success because they're going to work with you through that. So for many of you, if you're finding kind of feeling stuck, you don't know where to go next. You want someone to walk with you on the journey. That's absolutely why we want coaches. And that's why I bring coaches on this show, because each coach is going to have something that resonates with someone differently. So that's why maybe doing an assessment with one coach or doing an intro call with another coach, get to know the people before you go ahead and make a decision, because you're going to find someone who, who gets you, who understands you and can help you figure out what that personal plan is for you. And before we go, do you want to leave our uh, tech divas with one last story or inspiration? Yeah, I wanted to share something. Most of you may be wondering, what's the saber behind me? And that's actually the saber that I used at graduation parade from West Point. That leads to my story. I had the, the uh, really the honor and the privilege to be in the first class of women at West Point. So I started West Point in July of 1976. You fast forward and think now 40 plus years ahead, the changes that have happened in our military as a result of changes like uh, admitting women to the, the academy. I mean, today we have four-star generals who are women. We have uh, women graduating ranger school. We have women who are doing in, in all the combat arms. But that change didn't happen quickly. It took time. And if you think about it, you may find yourself in a difficult spot now where you're wondering, can I ever make change? And it happened. And it happened for me. Guess what I wanted to say is, if it could happen in the military, and you know the military is a very heavy institution, lots of history and lots of culture. If it can happen there, it can happen for you in your tech profession. So um, stay strong, stay persistent, keep your eye on your goals, on your mission, and, and I think you can get there. So that's what I wanted to leave you with that story. So sometimes when we think sometimes it's hard, it is hard, but recognize that when you're in it, it's harder. When you look back, you don't realize how much. Yes, Mike, perfect. That's absolutely it persistent, stay the course. And if you have one action that tech divas can take, I like to ask this, like something they can do right now. You're listening to this episode and you think, oh, that sounds good. I should have a plan. What's like one thing you would hope that they can go do after listening to your inspirational talk? If they don't already, sit down, make sure that that you plan your week, okay? That you set aside time to, to lay out what you can do this week. And the assumption there is that you know how to take that and build into something longer term. But you, it's got to start with your decision to take action today, spend a half an hour, an hour planning out the subsequent week, the activities you're going to do, and the deliberate things you're going to do to achieve that mission and that vision become really uh, fulfill your purpose. And with that, where can people find you? So my email address is m, and my last name, U-N-G-A-R, at focalpointcoaching.com. And my website is michaelungar.focalpointcoaching.com. Well, thank you for being an ally. 
thank you for, you know, standing up for our country and standing up for women. And I hope we can move faster. Just like yeah. in time, it took a long time for us to get uh, to some level of uh, equality or equal opportunity, we'll call it, for uh, women in the military. And we're kind of hoping for the same thing here. We really need to all stick to this. So it takes all of us, not just women. It takes allies like yourself to come and build each other stronger and just make this world a better place with positive, inspirational conversations just like this that can help us live our best life. So thank you so much for that. And uh, we hope the Tech Divas enjoyed it. And thanks again for coming on the show. Really great to meet you and uh, talk to you. Thanks, Nicole. And thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to continuing to help in any way I can. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Reach out to Mike if you're interested. Have a good day, Tech Divas. And let's go plan your week. Before we go, don't forget that we're launching a book and we're looking for authors that can join us in this journey to inspire women in tech by sharing your habit. So send us a message on social or get that information at onehabit.com slash tech diva. Thank you again, tech divas and allies for tuning in and investing in yourself. We really hope this episode sparked something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life and your career. Again, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube and give us some social love on Twitter, Facebook, or Insta by simply searching Tech Diva Success. We hope this episode was fire for you.